In today's Change Through Pain podcast episode, we're going to talk about recovery and how I applied and how you can apply the 12 steps to a new you. Recovery includes more than gaining sobriety from drugs and alcohol. Recovery includes healing from childhood traumas, toxic thought patterns and behaviors, self-sabotage, and learning to let go and love yourself. Through this journey for me by gaining my sobriety, by making the decision to no longer consume alcohol, it's forever changed my life and, and, and recovery applies to me in more ways than just sobriety. It applies to recovering from every single area of my life. And here's something that I wrote recently as I have continued to celebrate my uh, months of sobriety. The battle has not been with alcohol, but rather with facing my hurts, traumas, fears, and emotions that were not dealt with due to my alcoholism. I made a commitment to myself, my sons, my family, and my friends that I would change my life by changing my habits and mindset. I put in daily work, including guided meditation, gratitude practices, journaling, therapy, exercise, healthier diet of not only what I put in my body, but what I allowed to enter my mind, reading self-help books, eliminating toxic people and places from my life, and learning to fully love myself and be willing to work on my shortcomings. I'm proud to be sober and my life has forever changed in every area in a positive way. I'm beyond grateful for the people, places, and experiences that made me who I am today and appreciate every waking moment I have on this earth. Don't ever give up on yourself, even when you think no one else cares, because it all starts with you and you are capable of anything you decide to do. Alcohol was not the cause, but the result of a deep-rooted unresolved series of events that I never healed from, and today I am free. The 12 steps can be defined in any number of different ways, depending on who you talk to, where you look, maybe what religion you practice, and those that you associate with that may have taken their own uh, recovery journey. And Russell Brand has a very unique way of describing and it's just raw it's real it's applicable to us and there's no candy coating or sugar coating or whatever you want to call it it is in your face raw and real and i'm going to uh, share those steps and how i apply them uh, just to give you a little bit of an insight this message has been resonating with me and I've been rereading several key books that have made an impact on my life. And one of those was Recovery, written and narrated by Russell Brand, and how he applied the 12 steps to not only get sober from drugs and alcohol, but to gain sobriety in all areas of his life as it relates to his relationships, his selfishness, his narcissism, his ego. I've never really bought into the 12 steps before. And me being sober now for 22 months from alcohol, I I wasn't really, really understanding and and buying into it, the idea of the 12 steps, because I didn't believe that I had a problem. Well, when you believe that you have everything under control and you finally give up the idea or the belief that you are in control, 
it opens new doors for you. And, and I really believed that I was in control. And when I let that go and released it, it changed everything. And in his book, Recovery, it helped me realize that I was already going through a recovery. And it kind of, it, it, it paralleled what I was doing and, and what I was trying to achieve. And by me choosing and deciding to take this journey of sobriety, and stumbling upon his book, Recovery, it solidified for me the idea of why becoming sober in all areas of my life was so important and why it was necessary for me to gain my awakening and for me to realize that I am capable of so much more. And so it empowered me to take ownership and to admit my faults admit the things that I've done wrong to others, the bad things that I've done over my entire life. And it was hard. It was difficult. And I had to do it. And really, what I had to do was just stop, pause, and reflect. And really decide that it was time. And... You know, the, those things that I've done wrong, it, it's, it's all perspective. It's all relative of what you believe and what you think is wrong and, and how you're judging yourself. And you've got to shed those layers of judgment upon yourself and forgive yourself. And so whoever or whatever you believe is your higher power is going to help you do that. And that could be some type of religion, just spirituality, the universe, energy, crystals, whatever that is for you that keeps you looking up and keeps you looking outward and keeps you understanding that there's something greater than just you and your soul inhabiting your body on this earth. So the book led me to this place of empathy and gratitude and grace and abundance and peace and detachment and love and understanding of myself and others and learning to not take what someone says so personal and what someone does personal because it's not about me it's about what's inside them and their belief systems and how they can they were conditioned and the traumas from their childhood and, and beyond that shaped who they are and if they never faced those traumas and healed those traumas and released those emotions and detached from those hurtful things, well, then they're just going to continue to live that way and project that outwards onto others. And I don't have to absorb that. And recovery is learning to detach and deflect and to know your worth. And it makes sense for, you know, others to live in a self-destructive way. And, and I did, I, I lived self-destructive because I sabotaged relationships. Everything was going good and, you know, quote unquote good. And because I chose to never face my childhood traumas and hurts and never healed those things, they automatically became triggered. And they came out and I projected that onto this other person and they didn't know what was going on. And yes, I attracted those that were hurt and 
and had their own traumas and things that they needed to deal with. And so he was never going to work with these people. And so I believed this entire time that I had everything under control. And I believed that I knew what was best for me. And I knew it was what was best for others. And, and in certain environments, I would take constructive criticism, criticism just fine in a work environment, in a business situation between my boss and myself. And I would learn to accept that what was necessary for me to grow in the organization or to achieve. But once I left the office and I headed home to my loved ones, I became this person that I didn't even recognize. I didn't even know who they were. I mean, they probably didn't even know who I was. Now, not all the time, but when I was triggered and because I hadn't healed and I became someone that I didn't want to be and that I, and that I never should have become. And, you know, I had a lot of s sadness and sorrows and depression and anxiety and fear and worry and doubt, all those things. And, and it was all internal. And so I turned to alcohol, I turned to sex, I turned to various drugs over the years, television, movies, music, just distractions, never facing the things that I needed to face and the things that I needed to heal, the things that I needed to learn from, because you need to face that which will teach you to grow and to grow emotionally, to become emotionally mature. And to be able to be compassionate, to be truly compassionate for others and empathetic towards others and where they're coming from without judgment. And, and you know, I was passionate about my career. I had compassion to a certain extent because I had a career where I was working in a nonprofit and I was helping others every day and I volunteered my time as well. But I look back and I, I question, I ask myself, what was the motive? What was the reason that I was doing this? Was I trying to achieve something such as some accolades from others? Uh, was that what it was really about? Was I trying to fill a void because I felt guilty for something from my childhood, something that happened to me, something that I did to someone else? I didn't know. And I know now that that was part of it. And that's part of the healing process and recovery. And so I stumbled upon a few other books through the journey, uh, a few books written by Eckhart Tolle or Tolle, T-O-L-L-E, uh, A New Earth uh, was, was a fantastic book. And it just, it was, it was eye-opening uh, and the power of now and learning the value of observing your thoughts but not reacting to them and then meditating on that present moment present meditating on the present and believing and empowering yourself and reconditioning your brain and all these books taught me these things and i devoted myself to practicing them every single day multiple times a day and that was my commitment to myself and to my sons, and to my family, and to my friends, but really to myself, to heal, and to recover. And these books were amazing books, and so well written, and just so insightful, and I'm rereading most of them now, 
and I'm learning something and I'm pausing them, I'm reflecting, I'm writing things down, I'm sharing with others, I'm having conversations and really thinking and looking deep because I want to heal. I want to fully recover. And it's not just about recovering from alcohol and drugs because that is just a symptom of an underlying unhealed hurt or trauma. And so I tend to listen to audiobooks because it's easier for me. I can exercise. I can drive. Uh, even sometimes uh, sit in the office over lunch, wherever, and I can just listen to them. Uh, and it's easier that way for me than to have to carry a book around. But that just works for me. Do what works for you. So it's it's hard to describe the contents of these books. But I promise you, if you are committing yourself to go down your own recovery journey of healing, sobriety, whatever it is that you need, I highly recommend these books. Uh, Whole Again is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Untethered Soul, fantastic. I promise you, you will not regret uh, reading or listening to these books. So they create an awareness of yourself, an awareness of others that you just may not have had that perspective before, and you'll really walk away from those books just like, wow, what did I just listen to? What what did I just open up? I opened up Pandora's box, and now that I'm awake, I can never go back to sleep because I now know and understand that there is a whole nother world and a new opportunity for me to live a different and better life. And so, you know, others that are not on their recovery journey and what they project out into the world is often negativity and toxicity. And you will learn as you become stronger and you recover and you heal that you don't have to receive that. You don't have to have any part of it whatsoever. You can deflect it. You can remove yourself. You can practice through meditation techniques that I personally have learned uh, throughout this last 22 months uh, in conjunction with the books. Um, those daily exercises of mindfulness, gratitude practices, uh, physical exercise, uh, my diet, all of those things, breath work, those helped me stay focused. I cut out all the noise. I shut off the TV. I shut off the radio and I'm filling my mind with things that are going to teach me, empower me and help me learn and grow and become a better person. And that's what your recovery is all about. So all these things just helped me heal and helped me detach and help me release things that no longer serve me and to eliminate things in my life that weren't good for me. Uh, people, places, things, a mindset, um, the actions that I've been practicing that I was conditioned to respond in a certain way, I am checking myself every single time now. And the thought patterns, those, those, those automatic negative thoughts uh, that are so common. And when you surround yourself by a certain type of people in a certain environment, you start to think and speak and act like those other people. So be mindful of who you spend time around. That is a big part of your recovery. If you just went to jail for drugs and alcohol, uh, you were arrested and then sentenced to say two years in, in jail or prison, and then you get out 
and you go right back to that same neighborhood, move in with one of those same people that you were dealing drugs with or doing drugs with, what's most likely going to happen? You're going to fall right back into that same old pattern. You got to break the cycle. You got to do something different. You got to move to a new city. You got to find new people. You got to be in solitude. You got to work on yourself. And that's what recovery is. So you want to unlock the full potential of who you are and who you were meant to become on your journey of healing. And the best way to do that is to get sober, number one, so you can really think clearly, right? And that's going to create a new mindset of abundance. And as you practice gratitude, you're going to be grateful in practically every moment. It's not always going to be easy, but you're going to start to reprogram your brain to be in gratitude as much as possible. And this has been the toughest thing I have ever experienced in my 44 plus years. And this journey started 22 months ago. And the emotions that I had never dealt with over that period of time that I am now releasing, that just come up on their own. And it's a lot of fun. Let me tell you, they just suddenly appear and I'm like, okay, well, here we go. Let's let it go. Let's feel this emotion. Let's get through it. Let's not sit in it for too long and let's just keep moving. And so I've gone from a stubborn, uh, full of fear, macho man that's refused to show my emotions in practically every situation, except, you know, when I was laughing and having a good time and things like that, yeah, that wasn't a problem, but I wasn't truly sharing joy and peace and compassion and empathy I was just laughing at a joke. And a lot of times it involved alcohol. So many of the times it involved alcohol. And I, I never knew how to be myself and enjoy life sober. I always had to have a drink or thinking about the next drink uh, that I was going to have. And so you got to get, <clears throat> excuse me, you got to get real. You got to get honest with yourself. And you've got to face who you are and who you no longer want to be, right? And it it's tough. Let me just tell you. I've I've gone gone it alone for so long during this healing journey, but I have had support and I have had family and key friends. Um I was going to celebrate recovery for a period of time. I went to Alcoholics Anonymous a couple of times. Um, I've had people in my corner, and it's it's so important um, for you to to have those people in your corner. And once you get to the place where you decide that it's time and you're no longer going to repeat the cycle, that's when it all gets really good. And so you have to stay focused. Uh, you've got to take care of your entire body. And as you do that, that's when you open up a brand new opportunity in every part of your life to grow and to heal and to become stronger and more empowered. And detachment, detachment from your old way of thinking, your old mindset is so important. So, so important. And I mean, it's, it's tough to describe where I am now from where I was because I was in a place to where I 
talked about ending my life because I didn't see a way out of it. That's how much pain I was in. That's how much fear and anxiety and sadness and depression that I was in. And it hurts to admit that. It really does. But it's it's the truth and it's the reality. And it's what so many people have gone through. And if you're going through something similar, please reach out to somebody. There is someone who cares. And if you can't find someone who you think cares, reach out to me, please. Please, I beg of you, please reach out to me. So, you know, you got to start fresh, right? You, I was giving the example, you, you went to jail maybe and you got out and you can't go back to those same people, right? And those same people that are dealing drugs and doing all those things, you're just going to fall right back in the same situation and you don't want to be there, right? So you here you are, you move to the new city. And it's time to work on yourself. You're no longer surrounded by those people. So you want to unlock the full potential of who you are and who you are meant to become on your journey of healing, right? And so you get sober. You're in a new city. You're working on your mindset. You're working on healing. Your breath work, your meditation, your exercise, your diet, you're building yourself up, you're reading, you're learning, you're growing, you're loving yourself, and you're you're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first for the first time ever in your life, right? And you don't need a substance to make you feel good. You just feel good waking up every day and you are grateful. That's what it's all about. That's what life is all about. And so as as much as possible, you know, You've, you've got to continue. You've got to fight through it. And I tell you, the emotions that come out are going to hurt. They're going to be painful. And you're going to wonder if they're ever going to stop because the floodgates open and they don't seem to want to shut off. And once you accept that and you realize that it's okay as a man, in my example, maybe your example, to be emotional. That's when it gets real. That's when it, the healing really, truly begins. So yes, let that emotion go. Don't sit in it for too long. Don't get caught up in your ego and your stubbornness and being macho, right? You want to be real. You want to be honest. You want to speak your truth. And you want to be in a place of peace, you want to have compassion for yourself. You want to have empathy for yourself and for others. And so many times in my life, when I thought everything was great and fine and I knew what was going on and, and, and you know, I, I would just run. I would, I would think that I needed something to create happiness, to be myself, to let my guard down and be Mr. Cool and fun and all these things that I never got to experience growing up because everything surrounded and, and, and evolved around alcohol. So now that I'm sober, I enjoy life more than I ever have, even with the pain that I am letting out of my body. I'm releasing all the toxic energy. So yes, it's tough, but it, it feels so good once you get through it. 
So you've got to get used to that feeling. You've got to get real. You've got to get honest with yourself. You've got to face who you are and who you no longer want to be, right? And it's tough. Let me just tell you, I've gone it primarily alone, but I knew that the end of the day, it's just me and my thoughts. And so as long as I can be with myself and love myself, that's all that I need because people come and go. And it's just me and my soul and my gratitude. And that's really all I need. And, and having relationships with others is very, very important. Don't get me wrong here. But you got to love yourself. You got to be content and happy with yourself first. So once you get to this place, it's time to share it with others. You want to share the positive vibrations with others. You want to share in the world, put out in the world where you are now and encourage others and influence others to do the same. And yes, you can't make the decision for somebody else to change and to recover and to become sober, but you can definitely make an impact and influence them. So it starts with you and it starts with them. And what you should do is to maintain this, this place of healing and recovery and gratitude and compassion and empathy is get your day going right. Set the tone of the day by being mindful first thing. When you wake up, meditate, breathe, focus on those thoughts. Don't respond to those negative thoughts. Reprogram yourself to think in gratitude and believe in yourself and focus on abundance, focus on peace, focus on joy, gratitude, optimism, and know that things are not going to go perfect every day. But what does perfect mean anyway? It, it doesn't really mean anything. Each day is going to go exactly the way it's supposed to go based on the choices that you make. You go left, you go right, you turn around, you keep going. Whatever the decisions you make are going to influence what happens to you. Now, as you continue on through the day and you've set your mind right initially, it's going to be much easier to deal with those challenges, right? And that's part of being sober and recovering is being mindful and being aware and being hypersensitive to what's happening to you and then not overreacting because you are not sober, right? So being sober really just changes everything. And it'll give you the opportunity to make the most of it, to make the most of every moment, everything that happens, turn it into something good. What can I learn from it? Um, what can I do differently? What can I do better? All those kinds of things. You need to ask yourself these questions as things happen to you, right? Really for you, for the betterment of yourself. Now, it might be really difficult, something that you're going through. It's really tough. Uh, I've gone through some tough things recently, and it's all about perspective of what tough is for you versus somebody else. But let's not compare ourselves, right? So in that moment, it might feel tough. It might feel like it's never going to end. It might feel like, here we go again. It's happening to me again. Well, that's because you're more aware. You're now 
ready and willing to face what it is that you need to face to grow and heal and learn and become better, right? So just breathe, pause, slow down, breathe, take a breath in the nose, out the mouth, in the nose, out the mouth, and reflect on what is the purpose of this? What am I supposed to gain from this? Right? And if you need to reflect and remove yourself and get in solitude to decide for yourself and try to understand better, do that. Take five minutes, 10 minutes to do that. Walk outside. I've done that many times. And you just want to gain that perspective by slowing down. If you need to get in solitude and ask these key questions, why is this happening? What is the purpose? What am I supposed to learn from this? How can I do it different next time? How can I respond or react differently to have a different outcome? And how can I change my mindset in this moment? It's all about choices and you decide, you decide to become sober. You decide to start healing. You decide to recover in all areas of your life. And you decide to turn everything into something optimistic, to be grateful for the opportunity to have the chance to experience something that will teach you something to make you stronger and make you into the best version of yourself up to that point in your life. What else is there? So I've gained so much from my recovery journey. I hit rock bottom. I was running from my emotions. I was running from my entire life and never facing my hurts. I wasn't speaking my truth. I didn't heal my traumas. And it didn't start until the age of 42 when I had had enough. I had hit rock bottom and I decided that enough was enough. It was time to break the cycle and I needed to be a better example for my two sons. So I tell you, it's, it is a choice that must be made. And it'll be tough. It'll be a long road, but you will be forever grateful that you decided to take your own recovery journey to healing, to self-love, to be compassionate and empathetic to yourself and to others. Learn to love yourself. Learn to slow down. Learn to let go. Learn to allow life to flow. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate you. I uh, hope this message resonated with you and it provided some insight, some impact on your life, some things that you can apply it really makes you reflect on where you're at and where you want to be. And I hope you decide whether it's today, tomorrow or next week or next month to take that first step towards your healing and recovery journey. Be on the lookout for part two, recovery, 12 steps to a new you, where I walk through all 12 steps, how I applied them to my life and created a brand new me. Thank you for listening to the Change Through Pain podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. As a men's coach, my mission is to empower men to have confidence, be disciplined, and live on purpose with passion. If you're a man who desires to replace current habits, 
that are keeping you stuck by creating new habits that will transform your mental, physical, financial, and relational health, this program is for you. The first program I offer is a strategy session to sit down and unpack one challenge you're currently facing. The second program I offer is the Empower Hour. It's a one-hour video chat and will focus on one area of your life you're unsatisfied with and help you determine a measurable action plan. The third program I offer is 30-Day Power Up. It's a four-week high-intensity wake-up call. And the final one is the Man on a Mission. That is the signature program that will take you from where you are now and create the life you desire in 15 weeks. If you're interested in any of these, please learn more by visiting ChainsThroughPain.com.